previously on the Infinite Escape Room. And prod the body, please. <laughs> I'm on tender hooks. There was rope! We got rope! See, this is why people write things down. Drawing is not my forte. everyone and welcome to another episode of the infinite escape room my name is john and you probably thought i was dead except that i was on last week but uh, apart from that i haven't hosted in ages and it is delightful to be back just just finding the worst possible way to describe everything i'm looking forward to it and i'm not alone tonight i'm joined by three eager beaver solvers but before i introduce them i'm going to do the most important thing which is introduce my drink i've gone for something big and cheap and easy like me good old-fashioned hobgoblin oh is that the uh, the ruby it is the ruby and it will be reliable it will not fail me it won't set the world on fire but it will do its job. It should be fucking Prime Minister. Ah, there it is. And locked in with me today, we have... I'm Alid, and I'm drinking a mysterious glass of... No, it's empty. I'm not drinking. Oh, oh Alid. At all? At all. As a, as a policy? Uh, weekday. Don't drink on a weekday. Oh, are you going to be one of those fucking happy people? <laughs> happy I, people. Alid, I started this week going, I'm not drinking until the weekend, and I'm drinking now because it's all gone to bum. It's all bumhole. You got to Thursday. Well, yeah, I accidentally, well, I got pressured into a drink uh, on Monday. You didn't get to Thursday, did you? I, I, yeah, but it's just like, this is... Bailey. Did you get to Tuesday? No, our, our neighbours invited no, us round and, and Wait, gave sorry. us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gave us prosecco. You were not drinking for the working week, and you didn't get to Tuesday. No, <laughs> but, I, I, but then I didn't drink Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. So, oh hey, hello, I'm Bailey, and um, I'm drinking a little cheeky pink prosecco. Mm. Yes, and I've oh, already posh. Got the proper glass and everything. I know. I know. I know how to drink a drink. I'm sat here literally with a tinny in my hands, surrounded by Robin. <laughs> you pleb. Um, but um, I have drunk half of it already, admittedly, with us talking about munters and everything in the intro. Um, to, be, to be clear, to be absolutely clear, in case that doesn't make it in, um, so there is a place, a very lovely, it is beautiful, um, sort of cove in Wales called Munt. Now, because because it's in Wales, it's not spelt Munt. It's spelt M W N T. There's no vowel. There's no. But um, I was wondering if people from Munt are known as Munters. Now, I don't think that will land across the pond. But Munt, to call someone a Munter is like, what does that mean about someone, guys? <laughs> if you've got what to explain the joke, I feel like you've got this, John. You carry yeah, on. Yeah, you go. You, but you... I don't really know what a Munter is. Is it an ugly person? Are you saying they're ugly? Or are you just saying they're dumb? If you say to you, Munter, <laughs> you say yeah, like that. It's, it's like you're an comment. idiot. You're an ugly idiot. Is it? You, you Munter. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I thought it was. I thought it was. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there. He's such a. He's a munter. I, I've known it mainly at like at women. So this is great, John. Yeah. And to be fair, it's completely my fault. Like, we could have left it in the past. So I apologise. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, by the way, as someone that goes to months in Wales quite uh, very often, they're not called that, and I don't advocate this. I could so. find out. I could <laughs> go to Cardigan. Please, please don't. Yeah. Don't. 
Hello, fellow Munters. No, no, no. Where are you from? Do Birmingham. It, please say that. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. I'm from Birmingham. <laughs> Alan, please say that once, because that's all you'll get. I don't like this. And I, like I said, don't advocate for it. Here we go. <laughs> and there we have it, everybody. Well done, Bailey. Bailey, who does not advocate calling people Munters, but does advocate drinking in the week. Anyway, I'm sat next to me. Hello, is... uh, I'm Alan, and I'm drinking a pint of Munter. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm drinking a uh, something. A Cumberland, uh, home of Jennings' number one golden beer. I went to Aldi, and they, you know, those kind of random boxes of like beers they've got. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I it's love like it. ten pounds or less or something. So um, it's it's been like cooling off in the garage, and it's just come out the freezer. And every now and again. Every now and again, in that, that beautiful, weird middle aisle where the beer is next to the olives for some reason, you'll, you'll find something that's really interesting and unusual and beautiful and delicious, and you'll drink it and think, I will go back for more of this, and it's gone. It's gone forever. It's, replaced, it's never coming back. Replaced with a pressure washer or a chainsaw or something. Oh, you all introduced. I think yes. so. It's wonderful. <laughs> dear listener, dear, dear listener, if you're still alive and haven't passed away of old age... You may be wondering what the Infinite Escape Room is. Well, let me tell you, it is an escape room. But unlike other escape rooms, it is one, still in business, uh, and two, free, and three, infinite. It goes on forever. Every week, one member of the team brings a room for the team to solve, and the rest of the team bring the brains to solve it. This week, it's me bringing the room, and I'm bringing you a very special one. Well, it's based on a place in the real world, which I'll tell you about at the end, because it's amazing. <laughs> Lady, gentlemen, Alid, are you ready to enter the Infinite Escape Room? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Then let us enter the Infinite Escape Room. Okay, here we go. Um, ben has uh, left us left me with a lot of detail uh, at the end of last episode, so I've just sort of carried on. This isn't going to be one of those transitions where like a ton of stuff changes and you're in a new place. Uh, I'm going to carry on exactly where he left off. Exactly. So, here we go. <clears throat> Last week, you were left on a cliff edge, shimming down a rope onto a rocky outcrop partway down the cliff. And on that rocky outcrop, you remain. There is nowhere else to go. Below you is a drop of at least 100 feet and certain death. At least there's locks to look at. The misty atmosphere of last week's episode has cleared, and now you take in a vista of unprecedented vastness. Below you are some green fields, dotted with sheep, with a railway line passing through them. As you watch, a modern express train clatters lightly along, and toward a town in the middle distance to your right, it passes over a railway crossing where a small queue of cars waits. The barrier rises, and the cars move on. Though, now you think of it, there's something a bit odd in the way that they move. You carry on watching the train, following its progress as it proceeds towards the horizon, and then something else catches your eye. Far away in the distance, a 1990s-era NASA space rocket is taking off, ascending gracefully into the heavens, its booster rockets winking brilliantly. And then, a few seconds later, it slowly comes back down, following exactly the same path in reverse and landing again over the horizon. Now, before I ask you what you would like to do... You have a few items about you. These were all left by Ben at the end of the last episode. So you have uh, some tins of corned beef, some expired flares, and a stuffed parrot. What would you like to do? 
Is it an ex-parrot? <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in there. It is not an ex-parrot. It's not an ex-stuff parrot. It, ha- it has not run down the uh, curtain to join the choir invisible. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it's a stuffed parrot, is it... Can we unzip it? Is there an opening? Are you... Are you trying to gut the stuffed parrot? I'm wondering, do we do something with the flare and the parrot? Oh, my God. Um, y- you can. Can I, can I do an inventory check again? Sorry. So I've got tins of corned beef, a, a stuffed parrot. Yep. And what was the... There's a, flares. Some expired flares. Expired flares. Expired flares. So it may and I suppose, I suppose technically you've got the rope hanging down from above. So from your description, John... I th- mm-hmm. I think, and this might be a mad theory, but I think we're on like someone's like miniature rail oh. toy thing, yeah, like with the rocket going up. So I think they've been strung, and the shrunk cars down. moving weirdly. If they were on a stick, they would move. Yeah, ah, okay. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. But um, I was bad. <laughs> but that was yeah. Ooh, this this is cool. Um, is there anything else, like, in the pockets, on the ledge? Ledges don't have pockets. Does this one? No. Um, no, you don't have anything else on your person or around you. You are all huddled together on a rocky outcrop about halfway down the cliff. Hmm. Tins of corned beef. Uh, can I? Is it the type of tin that I can open without a can opener? No, they're, they're small metal sealed tins. Right, okay. And have okay. they got the little keys on them? No. no. Oh, okay. These expired flares, can we inspect them? Uh, yep. They are flares. <laughs> expiry date was several years ago. We just need to bear in mind that these were left for us in the last puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, but please do bear that in mind, guys. Oh, so they have nothing to do with anything? Potentially well, not. John could, might. Well, could we hmm. check? Because he said it's 100 foot. Mm-hmm. How many? Yeah, but of what scale? Miniature yeah. scale? <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to answer that. You you look down and you, you gauge it to be roughly 100 feet. I know they're expired, but assuming I have a, a, a not unlimited amount of flares, but maybe enough, enough flares um, to do whatever mm-hmm. we're going to do today, can I try and activate one of these flares? You can. It fizzles for a moment, but nothing happens. Is there anything in the parrot, like Alid was saying? I think that might stick be. my hand down its face. I, just think, I don't know. Oh, boy, this is not where I thought you guys were going to get stuck. There is nothing inside the parrot. I think it's something to do with this parrot. <laughs> we'll double down. Yeah. Perhaps we need to... So we're huddled on a, cl- on a cliff face. Yes. And it's 100 foot down. How many yes. feet up? What? what? <laughs> John's, many. John's going to leave. <laughs> Flip the table well, and leave. We've got a choice, haven't we? We either go down, up, or across. Okay. Should we try and cross? Okay. Right. <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing that? Well, I'm guessing there are footholds. There are not! This is a shit <laughs> cliff. Is Did a I describe footholds? Um, um, is there any... The corned beef? Yes. Can we try and open it? How, right. how many tins? So, oh, I don't know. Ten. Oh, all right, so the number doesn't matter, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> John! So to summarise, we're huddled on a cliff face. Yes. It's 100 feet down. Yes. We don't know how far it is up. We don't know how far it is left to the right. There are no footholds. We're stuck on a cliff face. And we've got a load yes. of shit that we don't need. 
Yes. Brilliant. Is the train okay. coming? Is it, are we? You said there's a train going. Is that is that railway close to us? Like, can I throw uh, something? That railway. Railway. Is, uh, <laughs> I didn't think you heard that. <laughs> not get, letting you get. Oh bugger! Ah. <laughs> can't, you can't criticise for someone for misspeaking and then immediately. And then misspeak. immediately do it. Done. You just can't. Yeah. Uh, the railway is. It, it's nearby, but it's not directly below you. Know. Okay. Uh, I was going to try and throw something. What about the sheep? Are they actually sheep? Oh, another train is passing by. Oh, it's a cargo train this time. A yellow cargo train. Oh. oh. With an open top carriage or? Nope. Hmm. Um, if I try and chuck um, one of the tins of corned beef at the train, um, how far, how close do I get to it? Can I hit it? Sorry? I want to take one of the tins of corned beef and throw it as hard as I can in the direction of the railway. Okay, uh, you fling the tin of corned beef as hard as you can. It uh, sails out into the distance and you hear it land on the ground with an inconsequential click. Inconsequential. Right. It bounces rather oddly. Oh, um, can we just? Tr- can I just try and drop one of the tins off the cliff and observe how it how it hits the floor? Hundred feet later, uh, you you drop a tin, it plummets down beneath you, and then again bounces rather oddly. I reckon we just jump off this thing. Yeah, I agree. Oh, because the, the, it's not the tin. Oh, it's the floor. Oh, what, just oh, to, you know what? Let's um, this easy. John, can I jump off the cliff? Yes. Godspeed. Here goes the deposit. Whoa. Yes, are you doing that? Go on, Alid. We'll all go. Come on, let's right. all, all, I jump all for one. What happens if I just jump up? What? Yeah, because the cliff has been made out of the I'm same... Just, I'm trying to judge the gravity here you... of the situation and the gravity. The gravity of the situation. The, 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 the gravity. <laughs> I think we should end the, it there. I can't, I can't believe I'm describing this. Gravity works as it normally works. You jump one foot into the air and then land again on the cliff edge in a rather undignified way. Okay, that sounds like me. Um, do we just jump off the cliff, guys? Anna, do you jump off the cliff and I'll be right yeah, behind fine. you. On it. John, I'm jumping <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> this is deja vu, this is out. <laughs> Alan, you take a moment to look deeply into your teammate's eyes, then jump, fall and bounce with a rather distinctive, inconsequential clatter. Alan, you appear to be made of plastic. Oh. oh. Right, let's get down with it. We'll follow him. Yeah, come on. I knew it. <laughs> Emma, you're human. You die hard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, no, John. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You are all made of plastic. Excellent. Clatter to the ground. Shaken, but entirely unharmed. I'm not stirred. Not stirred. And mm. um, can I just ask? You mentioned mm. a yellow cargo train went past moments ago. Yep. What was the colour of the train before that? Oh, the express train, uh, white. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay, doesn't matter. Okay, cool. I thought there might have so been. As we are speaking, another cargo train passes by. It is a red cargo train. Okay. Um, what's around us? Okay, you've got some green fields uh, full of sheep, and you've got the railway line, I guess. Mm. Can we examine one of the sheep, please? Okay, uh, stepping towards the sheep, you're immediately struck by how tame they are. They don't panic or run. Uh, they don't do anything, in fact. They don't move at all. And on close inspection, these are life-sized plastic sheep. Okay. Can we pick It wobbles up? a little as you approach it. What? What? Can, can we pick up a sheep? Yeah. Alan, um, <laughs> not I mean, that. it's a cliche about the Welsh, which not we weren't going to... I mean, I didn't say it. He said it. <laughs> 
You don't know where I'm going with this, so you might want to just... No, Alid, we know where you're going. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. <laughs> OK, uh, you pick up the sheet. It is glued to the ground, so you rip up a bit of the ground as you pick it up. Uh, you. I now want to place it on the railway line. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> John is not flashed with this. <laughs> John is frantically writing. <laughs> Why did I get on a podcast with two Welsh people? <laughs> right. Um, and one there's a sheep on the, the there train. is a sheep on the railway line. Hmm. Um, should we carry on? There's no train right now. Oh, okay, fine. Well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's a, that's I mean, we like can a just threat, wait for Alan. a bit if you'd like, but I figured there's other stuff you'd like to do. Having ripped the sheet out of the ground, you can see that you've not so much put a hold of the ground as torn a bit of the ground open and there are some lights glowing beneath it. Ooh. Yeah. Let's inspect. You're going to have to tear a bigger hole. Let's tear a bigger hole then with our plastic hands. Okay, as you are, as you tear a bigger hole into the ground, you hear the clickety-clack of an approaching uh, yellow cargo train. It proceeds up to the sheep and then bats it out the way easily and carries on its course. Mm. Okay. I wonder if we can hitch a ride on the train. Yeah, that might be cool. Wait for the... It will be red next. Okay, given the interval at which they've been passing, you've probably got another one in about 90 seconds. Okay. Um, we try that? Cool. What was what was the... Um, just say, what was happened with the ground just in the 90 seconds? What, what happened when we... Okay, so ripping a hole in the ground, uh, you can see beneath you some pieces of circuitry only they are massive. The wires are the size of your forearms. They're absolutely huge. And I'm going to paste a picture of the arrangement of said circuitry. There it is. So, could one of you describe what you're seeing there? So, it is... Um, it's three rectangles. Well, it's some, it looks like some wiring. Um, a red and a black wire is going into a green rectangle with two grey circles in them. There's this what seems to be some like kind of wires coming out of those two circles, and they go to... Um, like a, there was another train approaching. Uh, oh, hurry up. Uh, to a green uh, rectangle and a red... Do you, want, do you want to do anything? Get on the train. Are you getting on the train? Yes, I'll get on yes. the train. Well done. Good description. The train, <laughs> the train is passing by quite slowly. You can just hop on. Would you like to? Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, you hop on to the train. It's a red cargo train. Once you're on the train, uh, you... Take a seat as the train follows the twists and turns of the countryside before climbing up into the mountains. You see the space rocket launch again, but it is much closer now, rising over a set of nearby cliffs. The train is headed straight towards it. Rounding the next bend, though, you see a chasm between this part of the world and the land of the space rocket. The chasm isn't wide, maybe 40 feet, but there is no way across. The train continues its journey and never comes any closer to the space rocket again. And before long, you recognise the terrain and you are back where you began. So this chasm seems to be the closest we get to that space rocket at the moment. I think we need to get to the rocket, don't we? I suspect. I wonder whether the circuit tree, if we alter it, will it create a bridge? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. So just, I, to, just yeah. to finish that little bit of description. So uh, there are some, uh, there seems to be a couple of labels. So underneath the red rectangle, I think it's S1. Um, and under the green, the second green rectangle, it's ML. So, ooh, okay. do we? So, at the moment, the white, the the grey circles that you mentioned on the top green re- rectangle, mm-hmm. Alan, the wires from those are connected to the 
the bottom second green rectangle. Yeah. Can we move mm-hmm. those wires from the green rectangle to the red one? With you that? cannot. We can't. They're all fastened shut. Those grey circles represent screws, oh. metal screw ah, heads. So... The wires are all screwed in, so you can't move anything. Can we unscrew those um, using our hands? Strength? Our, our plastic hands? No. No, it's far too tight for you. Uh, the reason, so the reason those wires are grey, you know, the wires are black and red, uh, those wires, the, the, the grey wires, are just... Um, exposed metal. They're not. Um, I see. They're not coloured oh, okay. or anything. I wonder. Ah. Can we go on, pull Alex. one of the red? Go on. I'll, I wonder if we're on the same. You know the red and the black cable, John. Wire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Can we pull them out? Nope. Can I pull one of them out? Nope. Can I do anything nope. to the circuitry whatsoever? Uh, it doesn't appear that you can. No. And yet, and yet, you have an image of it. Yes, I do. Can we can we look around us? Look. Around. Okay, where do you want to look? Um, at the other direction from the sheep that Alan, Alid, sorry, pulled up. Okay, walking the other direction, you're basically walking back towards the train track now. As you get uh, towards the train track, you notice now that there's another piece of track. The main line bends around to the right hand side, and then there is a junction on the corner and a small siding off to the left. Uh, The tracks at the junction are currently set to go around the corner and continue along the main line. At the end of the siding, uh, there is the edge of the world. Can we modify this junction? Is there like a little thing that I can can leave us somewhere? Can I look at that junction? Is there anything else to look at there? Um, There's no lever. There's no obvious controls at all. Though if you look closely, there is in some small writing by the junction uh, in red letters S1. Aha, which... Matches the lights. Well, not the lights, but the screws. The, that yeah, the red. To them. They're the quite the the kind of the bare metal goes quite close to those screws. Can I take one of my like I don't know what's what have we got this? Those are tins of corned beef. Can I try and like connect place the... that on top of the bare metal and the screw on S one and see if we can like short it or something? Okay, uh, just tell me exactly what are you doing? So I take I'm going to take two tins of corned beef. Out okay. of my pocket. That's just got. And um, I want to on the red square where S one on the diagram. Another train coming by. Yellow one this time. I want to uh, kind of place the tin on top of the bare metal and one of the and the left screw on the rectangle on the S one rectangle. Okay. So one tin is that one tin on either on both of, of the uh, yes the so like on both of them. one side of the tin on the wire one side of the tin on the screw on both screws okay uh, there is a short spark and then you hear a clacking sound as the junction is changed oh well, well done, done. Well the done. next train will proceed onto the siding let's ah. jump on the train have we still got time. Uh, well, the next train isn't here yet. Would you like to inspect the siding? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, you go to the siding at the end of the world. This is all a bit unfinished, really. Uh, the track, after it leaves the junction, continues in a straight line for a short distance and then stops. There's no buffer, there's no end, it just stops. Beyond that end is a ledge. Now, if you walk up to the ledge, to your left and to your right, the ledge just goes over an infinite cliff down into an open void. But right in front of you, in front of the railway tracks, there is a large metal platform with a very large metal disc in the middle of it. Okay. Um, Shall I kick these tins of... 
if we don't do anything, that, uh, the train's going to come on, onto the siding, I think. Is that right? Oh, and like plummet, yes. plunge to the... Yeah, yeah. Shall, I, shall I just kick those... I, I'm just going to quickly remove those tins. Tin, those tins. Okay, there is a clacking sound and the siding junction resets to redirect the next train along the main line. This metal disc then, what, what, what's going on here? Um, it's a large metal disc inside a very large metal platform. Uh, it's recessed ever so slightly and there is a dim ring around the outside of it. Can it As you be... step onto it, you feel it sort of shift ever so slightly beneath you. I wonder if we can use this to bridge the gap between the train and the space rocket. Is it a button? How would you tell? I don't know. Sorry. Well, experiment, guys. Shall we... we get loads of sheep and put them <laughs> on top of the button? <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. What is it you with you and sheep, Alex? <laughs> Are you going to get more sheep? Shall we... No. Shall, no. We, shall, we... shall we jump on Not it? Not yet. Shall we just jump on it? Okay. Uh, how many of you? All, All of us. us. All of us. Oh, at the same time. Okay. All three of you jump on the disc at the same time time one second a green light erupts around the edge of the metal disc you feel movement overhead a pale purple light washes over you as a large ufo flies by suspended you can see on giant ropes it flies off following the railway tracks and then hovers somewhere in the distance before retracing its route and disappearing above you the green light around the disc fades and is replaced by red the red begins as a full circle and then starts to vanish in segments. It will take about two minutes for it to disappear entirely. Another train is passing by. Get up, we need to get on the train. Can we make that change to the junction again? Jump on the train. Well, one of us might have oh, on the bus. Can we? Yeah. Can we see if if one of us jumps on the button? What that does? It does not depress. What two, about two. It does not depress. So it needs all three of us, or a bunch of sheep. Oh, a bunch of sheep. <laughs> We could pick up the sheep and take them onto the train. John is shaking his head at this point, by the way. And if the train does go past this bit, which maybe we should experiment, actually, um, um, chuck the sheep off onto the button, and then that might launch the UFO. Well, you, do, you do have at least two trains to play with, because there's been a yellow one passing and a red one oh, passing. Oh, let's destroy... All right, let's... let's, let's... And, and how many sheep? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shall we put the tin cans back on? You're not helping your people, Alid. You're really not. Yeah, so what, what's the plan? What are we doing? Let's, let's see one. Let's put some tin so, cans no, on. So, so put the tin cans, change the route to the disc. And we have Alan, the agent of chaos, versus Bailey, the organised, sensible one <laughs> of thought. And then, yeah, and then what's the plan? Jump on the button, just as the train goes past. And what happens to the train? I don't know. The UFO's got rope on it. Maybe it'll catch it or something. The UFO, to be clear, the UFO passed above your head suspended on ropes it did not suspend ropes beneath it it was itself suspended on ropes oh it's i suspended. see yeah, so yeah. we need to try and well i think we like do we need to launch the train up in the air so it lands on the ufo and then ride that to the rocket launch the train up in the I'm air a, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know. could it be that where the ufo is hovering it's doing its anti-gravity zappy zoomy thing so if we can get the train time oh, the train job. is there where that happens that happens to be hovering over the chasm where we need to get the train over our viewers can't see john's face but um i, I wish they what could is john's face john's face is the face of exasperation <laughs> i was gonna say with despair really but um, um i'm up for destroying okay, a train so I, i'd say so yeah. 
you, know, you, you have some options here, but but you but you you need to commit to one of them and try. Let's destroy the train. Let's yeah, do let, it. Let's see what Alan's, happens. Alan's plan. <laughs> Alan is the man with the plan. Let's bang those tins back on that junk. That a, a, those wires. A plan. A plan. Alan's going to slap his corned beef down on the wires. Yes, I am. Is that what you're doing? That's what I'm doing. Okay. With another clack, the junction resets uh, to redirect the next train towards the siding. Uh, and just to save us 30 seconds of painful conversation, another train is approaching. Oh, that's convenient. Well, for good measure, we just jump on the button again so the UFO's up in the air at the same time. Yeah, why um, not? Bear in mind, if you are standing on the button, you are directly opposite the end of the siding tracks in front in, of an oncoming in, train. Oh, just right, to, just to really tra- clarify. Oh, so, so the train, the train will, will it. The train will turn the button on. What are you doing? We're going to just... We're going to just be... We'll just wait on the side. We're going to be train spotters. Okay, you're going to be... Train spotters, that's not drug addicts. Train spotters. <laughs> Unless one of us needs um, to go into movie. the void. <gasps> Emma, maybe it should be you. One of us to go into the void. <laughs> I don't know. Should we put a sheep on the train? Just, and just... <laughs> <laughs> to see. A train is approaching. All right. Pick, Alec, we'll pick up the sheep and put it on the train. <laughs> Alex yeah. got like three in his pocket. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll send the sheep on the train off. Yeah, I'll do that. Great. That sounds good. Okay. That's what we're doing, John. What? <laughs> we're we're going to get on. We get the train. We're going to throw as the trains come past. Now we're going to throw a sheep onto it. Poor sheep. As the next train approaches. Yeah. So sheep like that, and then uh, <laughs> what noise to make? Give me strength. As the next train approaches, you fling a sheep at it. <laughs> Let's say the sheep lands on the train. Why not? <laughs> well, we all throw loads of them, so one of them's got to stick. One each. <laughs> all the others are Run. obliterated. Alan's got one in each. Alan's got one in each hand. <laughs> Come back, they said. We miss you, they said. <laughs> yeah. Rather than turning to the right, the train continues down the siding, runs out of track, loses control, and comes to a clattering halt on top of the metal disc ah it, it stops yeah yes okay and on the disc on the yes. disc so you, and i assume the disc is depressed now a green light erupts around the edge of the metal disc you feel movement overhead a pale purple light washes over you as a large ufo flies by suspended you can see on giant ropes it flies off following the railway tracks and then hovers somewhere in the distance before retracing its route and disappearing above you I reckon it's Can gone over to the... Can we walk to where it was hovering? It's too long. It's too far. I think we need to get on the train. Can we get... Yeah, yeah we get it, a train there. It's so, following the track. Oh, the corned beef. Take the corned beef off. Yes. And we so. kick the corned beef off with anger. The corned beef? The tin's corned... The, tin, the, corn, the corned beef. Get the corned beef. <laughs> you that retrieve so your corned nice. beef and the railway junction resets. Okay. Um, shall we direct the next jump train on the, the next line? train that comes? Yes. Because I think the UFO is following the track. The UFO has now retreated and the disc has turned red again, but the, the red is depleting. So presumably next time it is ready, the UFO will be summoned again. Mm. All right, so what are we going to do? We, can we get off the train anywhere? You're not on a train. Oh, but if we got on the train, could we get off anywhere mm-hmm. on, the, on the board? Sure, yeah. Okay, so why don't we go... On... There is a train approaching. Let's jump, jump on the on train. The train. All, of it, all three of us, yeah? yeah? Yeah. And then we'll get off. We'll go down the thing and get off the side by the rocket. Okay, are you going to exit the, the train 
at not, the chasm not, between the two yeah not in the, into the chasm but at the chasm at the chasm okay you hop off the train uh, at the chasm between the two land masses the train clatters off and leaves you alone after a few seconds you hear a clattering above you and the ufo flies around the corner and hovers in front of you at about ground height shining its purple ray into the abyss beneath you can we get on top you can what would you like to do oh can we get on the ufo you well you are on the ufo but the ufo is about to fly back because it's in the it is so oh okay uh, how high off the ground are we um, you're at about the same level that you were. It sort of stopped in front of you. Oh, I see. I'm with you. And you now have some land behind you and some land in front of you. Oh, but it, it's, it's suspended by ropes, isn't it? Yes, it's currently bridging the gap between the two land masses. Oh, let's cross oh, the land mass. It's, it's that big. Okay. That wasn't so hard now, was it? Oh, God. You are now in the land of the space rocket, oh. and another launch is imminent. The launch pad is just over the hill. Can we walk it? Yes, you can. Oh, let's walk. <laughs> let's saunter. Walk. saunter can I need we? to get the steps in you, today. <laughs> you saunter over the hill and reveal before you is a classic NASA space rocket on its launch pad. A little smoke is emerging from some concealed machinery beneath it. There is a launch tower supporting the rocket with a ladder going up the side of it. Up the ladder? Yeah, Sorry, I can't get my words out then. It, uh, uh, right. Should we go up the ladder into the rocket? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You climb the ladder and perch on the nose cone of the rocket. This close, you can see that it's actually about to be lifted on ropes. It doesn't fly at all. Suddenly, it lurches into motion and glides smoothly upwards. You have escaped the space, it seems. But in space, no one can hear you seem. Oh. Cringy. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. A seam. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. What? what? It's the... No, what? What? You know, what do you mean you don't get it? I was it about yet? to go, ah. Oh. With the screen. Emma, like, I don't get it. What? It's... We're made plastic, in space. Alien. In space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah. yeah. I get... Yeah, I know that quote, but why seams? Because we're made of plastic. Plastic has seams. Oh. Okay, sure, Alad, why not? Because <laughs> it, it sounds like screams, but it's not... It's not. It's not screams. It's. I get that, but we're not. Oh right! You see this? This is this is isopropyl alcohol. This is rubbing alcohol. I'm going to fucking drink it in front of you people because I'm done. I'm so done. Oh my god! We broke we John. Broke John. John, explain release. your joke. <laughs> oh John, I'm sorry. Don't don't drink the. Don't break don't. John. Oh my god! I I don't. I can't believe we did that. Oh, do we do it? No. <laughs> John, if di- you didn't drink it, did you? No, I didn't drink it. I just sniffed oh, well, it. Oh, don't do that don't either. Sniff it. Jesus. We don't, we do. Kids, this podcast kids, is not advocates. Don't, we don't. Don't sniff rummy alcohol. Don't sniff rummy alcohol. I can tell you it is foul. Yeah, don't do it. And please don't do it. Fine. Don't. I'll cut, I'll cut the, the, the space. No, no, don't. No, I like it. Fine. I like it the was, bit it where was we don't get it. Terrible. <laughs> it was clearly awful. And I'm going to cut it because oh, I'm embarrassed now. Oh, it's funny. I genuinely, when I came up with that, I thought that is clever. That is a guaranteed well, it's laugh. Not, it's not that it wasn't clever. I just, it, I didn't get wide scenes. I think oh, perhaps, John, what you had is a very is it, clever joke. 
used on perhaps not as clever people as you were hoping. Is oh, it cause... Alan, thank you very much. Don't lump me in with you and Alan. I just, there's just no seams. Like a seam is like a seam on a dress or a shirt or something. Or, or do you mean it's in... not... Oh, please talk more about it. Or, or, or do a... you mean it's not what it seems? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I get it now. No, you don't. What? <laughs> I I like the joke. Alan broke. Alan is broken, John. Alan, we, me and Alan got in there, and Alan Alan's like put the knife, <laughs> yeah. twisting it as the finishing blow. Oh, John! I'm not done. There's more. There's oh, more. God. Here how we go. There's more. Also, how long have we got to do this room? Some unlimited time, I think. No, you've you finished the challenge. I've just got to get you where you're going. Oh, okay. oh. Right, oh we did do it. Off you. So we, got, we escaped. You did escape. Yay! Watch this space. Okay. So you were you when we were last moving, uh, you were perched on top of the soaring rocket. The rocket reaches higher and higher, and then something goes wrong. And before you can as much as let out Houston, we have a problem. There is an ominous twang, and one of the ropes gives way. The rocket lurches to the right and you are thrown into the air. You sail gracefully through the blue. A small green man in an orange spacesuit flies, screaming past you. He's called Jebediah Kerm. <gasps> if you don't get it, look it up. Now the ground is coming up and, to your horror, your plasticky body feels suddenly quite fleshy oh no things could not possibly be worse and yet quite suddenly they are for that isn't the cold embrace of rocky comforting death rushing up towards you that is a trailer park and a pond in the middle of it Ooh. you land splashily in the pond shaken but unhurt and surrounded by white trash <laughs> death would have been better the end very good well done john there you go. Sorry, John. We didn't mean to break you. I'm not sorry. You're not sorry. I'm not sorry. No, no I, I, none I, of you are sorry. Enjoyed every minute of it. John, yeah. did, did do it again? <laughs> did we do anything unexpected? That you, that's a... <laughs> the relentless focus on sheep. <clears throat> frankly, yes, but you foresaw that because you had a circuit drawing ready for when I did it. No, I had a circuit drawing ready for when he put the metal corned beef tins over the circuit, which you will note are the only metal object, including your own bodies, the only thing that could possibly conduct electricity in the entire setup. Yeah, well done, So Alan. what you're saying is I hacked your, I hacked your Carefully puzzle. Carefully hidden amongst a load of junk <laughs> from the previous puzzle. All I'm hearing is I hacked your puzzle. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. You didn't hack anything, you didn't change anything. I, the sheet didn't yeah, Alan t- totally hacked Oh no, that it. was meant to happen. That was meant to happen. You were supposed to knock down a sheep and it was supposed to rip up the floor. Oh. That happened. That was, that was right. That was all planned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take it away from me. That's fine. Oh. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> now you know how I feel. I hope whoever's doing the next puzzle has uh, put sheep into the, um, uh, into the inventory. Alan smuggled three sheep onto that spaceship. <laughs> 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 It was magic. We ran out of fuel. <laughs> Did anyone smell mint sauce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yummy. Uh, well done, guys. Oh, well that done, John. Great. You were successful. Yeah, you. So, um, so I went on a trip to Germany a few weeks ago for a family wedding, and we went to a place in Hamburg called Miniature Wunderland. Oh, nice. Which is which is this? Um, it is a world, a miniature world built with tiny little plastic people 
Tens of thousands of them. Wow. Thousands of trains, a working airport with flights that come and go. Wow. A space rocket, a UFO, nice. people shaggy in a field of sunflowers. <laughs> Genuinely. That's oh, it, I saw though. that photo. Yeah. Um, like it's it's amazing and it's vast. There's a night day cycle. Um, there's traffic, cars move and follow their own wow. routes. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And the whole thing is run from this control center that honestly, like Bond villains' lairs cannot compare to this thing. It's immense, absolutely immense. Oh, amazing! Cool. I'm, I am quite Beautiful. proud that I got the uh, the miniature. You know the yeah. You you twigged that straight and away, and then apparently mm. completely forgot it and was like, "Let's jump up and down." <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't know. So yeah. So I was trying. I was trying to figure out how to how to correctly describe the opening in such a way that. There was enough for you to figure out that you couldn't actually die by falling without me having to mm. say, yeah. you're made of plastic. You Nothing bad will happen to you if you fall. Uh, and you spend a satisfying amount of time dicking around on the cliff, so that yeah. was good. That's what this podcast is, just dicking about, yeah. isn't it? So, uh, yeah. yeah. This podcast is people struggling with the easy stuff and then nailing the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, like Alan, immediately. Over and over again. Put the corned beef on the wire. Yeah, put right, the corned beef man. on the circuitry. It's all the monkey islands are playing at the moment. <laughs> oh, only, only metal acting we've got. And I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> He's got it instantly. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the field of sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Have we tried towering them on top of each other? Um, I, know. I will take us out. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Infinite Escape Room. If you did, there's a lot more of it. We're on, God, it's got to be north of 200 episodes now, surely. We are on the internet. We can be found at at tier underscore podcast on all the usual social media channels. And we have our own website where you can find all our previous episodes. Uh, it is www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. That's it from me. See you next time. Ta-ta now. Bye. 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 Bye.